No, coronavirus eviction ban has given my fraudulent tenant another four months rent free. <sighs> hey guys, my name is Joshua. I am your host of this podcast. And if you are new here and you stumbled across this podcast, please feel free to like it, share it, do whatever you can to kind of raise awareness of this podcast. Um, and we can kind of build a small little community of landlords. So we provide you with reliable news and we do it as often as we can. So make sure you keep your notifications on so you get alerted when a new episode is released. Thank you very much. Now straight into the news. Thousands of landlords have been left in limbo by the eviction ban, including Cheryl Jarvis, who was due to evict her tenant on the evening the ban was announced and has been taunted by him since over his rent-free gift from the government. Landlord Zone last week highlighted the flight of the estimated 5,000 landlords who are in limbo following the government's decision to suspend eviction in late March. While the policy was heralded as much needed protection for tenants against losing their homes during the crisis, what's less publicised is that a small but significant majority of deliberate fraudulent tenants are delighted to be given extra time to enjoy their homes rent-free. We talked to one landlord duo, Cheryl Jarvis and her husband John, who have found out the hard way how the legal system turns a blind eye to tenants keen to gain the eviction process in their favour. In their favour. Several years ago, the pair immigrated to New Zealand before moving to Australia and because they hadn't originally sold their homes in the UK, later on decided to buy an apartment that they decided to rent out. When Cheryl visited the UK last year, she interviewed a 50 or so prospective tenants and his wife multiple times, gained exemplary reference from the husband's employer and solicitor, took a deposit and then signed a tenancy agreement. Happy to rent. She then returned to Australia happy that she had a tenant for the apartment, who are of Dutch origins. The story they said was that they're going to stay in the UK a while while their wife underwent treatment for cancer before moving back to Holland. And then it began to unravel. The couple didn't pay any rent from the outset and did not respond to any messages for months. The tenant did eventually make contact via email to say that he was unhappy with the flat because the area was too noisy revealing that he was to leave the property and did not intend to pay the outstanding rent. It was then that the couple probed deeper into his reference and discovered that he had left his job and that the solicitor's reference was a forgery. After being challenged about his reference, the tenant then threatened the couple with violence, after which Cheryl reported his threats and forgery to the local police who said that they were aware of his activities, that he had staged the same tenancy fraud before, but that there was little they could do about it. Cheryl then contacted Landlords Association to arrange for his eviction via a Section 8 notice. After two court appearances, during which he claimed incorrectly that the wrong paperwork was served to him, was on the verge of being evicted.
finally, with bailiffs booked in, we thought we could get rid of the nasty specimen and get our flat back, she says. But on the 24th March, the day set for the tenants to move out and after a two-month delay imposed by the court, the government announced that it was effectively shutting down the eviction system that evening. They were already facing an eight-month period without rent, but now have to wait, maybe facing at least until July and give the court delays likely after the coronavirus crisis, September time around about when they can regain possession. Cheryl says, I get that the government don't want anyone out of, the, out of their homes onto the streets during the crisis, but our tenant was a known criminal who clearly intended intent was to defraud and possess our flat. The law is very shady because it's totally on my tenant's side and even though he forged his way into our flat and has not paid a penny in rent for months on end, my tenant knew that it would take at least six months to get him out and played the system accordingly and yet the courts and judges aren't able to tell the difference between tenants in need of help and fraudsters like our tenant who said send me emails pointing out the happy news that he will be staying for longer rent free. Wow. So after reading that article, a lot of us landlords listening right now probably gives us goosebumps. Imagine if you find yourself in a situation like that, especially having emails taunting you saying, you know, I get to stay here longer. Wow. Cheryl, if you are listening, you know, our prayers are with you. I, I can understand this has been a very stressful scenario. Um, and it doesn't seem like it's going to end anytime soon until the whole band is lifted. But, um, you know, Cheryl, people like this, there's karma. They, they will get what's coming to them. And for landlords that's listening, this is the key. This is a very key lesson that we can learn from this is that when you're doing your checks or um, of potential tenants that's moving into the property, make sure, make sure that it's very clear that you spend whatever money you have to to make sure that the checks that you do for the tenants is accurate okay and also avoid telling any new tenants that's moving in what your plans are for instance don't let them know if you are living abroad if you're moving abroad or you live in another another city um, from the property that you're renting out try not to give away that information to any tenants make them assume that you live close by um, and that there'll be regular checks or whatever on the property. So that's the advice I can give you guys. Hopefully, we can all learn from Cheryl's mistake. Um, and if there is an update to the story, you can be sure that you'll find it on this podcast. So my advice is, for anyone that's listening that's new, make sure you favorite the station so you can be updated next time the new episode drops. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Josh Dev, and I'll see you guys on the next ep episode. <laughs> messed up there on the end but you won't see me you can listen to me on the next episode